Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. Slogans feel like an afterthought. They're just one of those things that you forget about doing and then rush when you actually need one. On this episode of Growth Hack, we bring on Michelle Mazur to talk slogans and why they matter. Michelle combines the tools of successful social movements with qualitative research skills she's earned in her PhD to help business owners craft their powerful, captivating message. The author of three books, Michelle has been featured in Fast Company, Entrepreneur, and Inc. She knows that speaking about what you do in a clear and captivating way is the key to reaching the people you could help the most. Welcome, Michelle. Hey, Julian. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Love to have you here. We're going to talk today about messaging. And in marketing, we always hear about messaging, messaging, messaging. We've talked before. I've looked at your content and you think of messaging in a very, very different way. Can you share what that is? Yeah, I've seen in the online space, I've seen messaging portrayed as like, oh, it's one sentence. It's like your I help sentence and that's all you need. Or it's a content plan or, you know, it's like these very small pieces. And I believe that messaging is a comprehensive strategy that you then apply to what you're going to say in your marketing, in your sales, in your copy, in your PR efforts. And the goal of messaging, there's like really three jobs that it does for your business. Job number one is it should be capturing people's attention. And in order to do that, you have to have something unique to say and have a unique position in your market. And you also have to make them interested, right? Like get them curious about your message. Then once you have their attention, it becomes, okay, well, what am I going to do with all this attention? Well, you have to create conversations. And these conversations really lead people. They're building an argument for your work and leading them from not knowing you at all to wanting to work with you. So what do you have to say in order to persuade to make that happen? And then the final job of messaging is to cultivate connection. And connection is the stories we're telling. I really see storytelling as support for your message and the argument you're building. So it's your stories. It's your client's stories. It can be research. It can be public figure stories. But at the end of the day, you want a cohesive, comprehensive message that you can use everywhere so that you are consistent and can become known for your work. You know, and the way you explain it, it sounds beautiful. <laughs> but how do we do that? Like, how do we even get there? Yeah. So I have a unique process that I call the three word rebellion. And it's really about coming up with that core message and then building all the other messages around it. So a three word rebellion, think about it like famous examples are start with why, the five second rule, the four hour work week. And what these messages are really good at doing is capturing your attention and making you want to know more. Because I always remember when I first heard the four-hour work week and I was like, oh, that is some massive BS right there. Let me find out more what this BS is all about, right? It got my attention and it made me curious to know more about 
that work. And so once we kind of get that core message, the three-word rebellion, we can then build the other messaging around it so that you can actually lead people. And the other cool thing about a three-word rebellion is it does carve out your unique place in the market. It makes you a category of one because let me tell you, if you want a three-word rebellion, you have to come to me. If you want start with why, you know, the man is Simon Sinek for that, right? So it's a very effective way of positioning your brand, but also creating a message that other people can spread. We actually have this three-word rebellion that I completely stumbled in. I won't say we crafted this in any unique way. It was just something that came up. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to share it with you. I'll share it with the audience. So for the audience that doesn't know this, we are podcast uh, growth hackers. So we help podcasts grow through listenership. So audience development. And we're currently going through a reband and messaging was really important to us because we wanted to make sure we were delivering the right message, as you know. Mm -hmm. And so here's my three word rebellion. We'd love to some feedback on it. All right. You ready? Mm hmm. Hit me. Grow the show. Oh, I like it. So you know what I love about it? So this is such a nerdy messaging thing. I love when three-word rebellions have like a good rhythm, like grow the show. Like it's it's exactly what your clients want, the change you're creating. And it's just, yeah, it has a good rhythm. You can dance to it, right? It's very So that will make it sticky and memorable too. So well done on finding it. And people do stumble into the three-word three word rebellions all the time. Like I see them everywhere, like social movements, which help inform me create that, like Black Lives Matter. That's a great three-word rebellion. It's memorable. It's about the change you want to create. So well done, you. Thank you. And and three words not is it's not necessarily three words. It's between three to five, something like that. Two to five words. So I picked three because three is kind of a universal number, right? The Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, the Trinity. And three is a number where our brains can remember. Like we start having, we start creating patterns when we have three things. But sometimes you can have something that's two words or up to five words. More than five words, people are going to start forgetting. And you have to have that short and succinct so that it is memorable and sticky. Absolutely. We follow up with Grow the Show with the world will know about your podcast when we're done. Mm-hmm. Which I would call that um, one of the things I do with my clients is the why buy statement. So this is basically like what is your brand promising? What is your business promising to people? So your business feels confident in promising that the world is going to know about your show. Absolutely. Now, I do want to say when we came up with it, it was actually just an initial to get it in the hands of people like you. We hired essentially maybe even some of your colleagues to try and get this phrase. We were we were working on, on the slogan. And what's very interesting is, yes, I did stumble upon it, but I made an investment and I'll, I'll, I'm willing to share on it. I, I spent about $2,000 after I came up with my initial slogan to vet other slogans. And it was a really interesting process because we we came off that off the cuff when we were doing like an intake form for like one of the copywriters we were working with. And I mean, this copywriter worked really, really hard and they could not come up with anything better. Honestly, I was a little bit disappointed. I was like, 
okay, like how come you can't come up with anything better? And I like I, I sort of was kind of tough on this copywriter um, or this voice expert actually I should say, and it was it was it wasn't getting the results that I wanted. So then I hired someone else who. I knew was good. Like I knew 100% they work on some really big notable campaigns and some of the work they'd done. I knew they were good. And by the second or third pass of slogans, they could not still could not come up with anything better. And, and what's interesting in that was, yes, I came up with it at the beginning, but we vetted it. And we now were really confident that this was the right phrase. So yes, I came up with it on my own, didn't cost me any money, but we were confident and we knew we could make an investment into the brand after we had vetted it. And so I think that was an interesting process, which was like, hey, you might already have something that's good and it may have not costed you anything. Maybe it was the hourly rate or the salary of the one of the marketing people you had at your company. I found a lot of security in de-risking my investment by trying to vet that phrase. And that was just my own process that I kind of made up and I was kind of felt I fell into. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few observations here. I I talk about in the three word rebellion book that I believe your three word rebellion already exists. It's in something you're saying. It's in your copy already. It's really just this process of like, let's get your ideas out into paper and excavate the message because the message exists. Like you have it in you, and then it is my job to go and find it. And I can't tell you how many like. I would say, I don't know, maybe 20% of the clients that I work with, they already have something that is super close. It either just needs to be polished up and tweaked a little bit, or they can use it as is. Like I have found three word rebellions in the, the weirdest places in like the header or the footer of a website, I found a three-word rebellion. I was watching one of my client's videos and she just said something that was kind of like a throwaway phase. And I was like, wait a minute, that is really good. And I think we are all so close to our message and to what we do that we need to have either someone else give us feedback or go through some kind of vetting process to make sure like, okay, is this the message? Is this what I want to lead with because it is it is the leading message of your business. I mean, this is the flag you are flying. So, and then once you've kind of done that vetting process, you have the expert who's helping you kind of hone in. You maybe test it with some of your best clients, get their feedback. Then you do, you have this confidence like, hey, this message is going to work. It has legs. Like I even went through a similar process when I came up with the phrase three word rebellion to call my framework. And it's it's so nice to have that confidence because then that just means you just will want to show up and market and sell because you know what to say and you're going to sound brilliant saying it. Absolutely. And I think to your point that it already exists out there or it likely already exists and you're just the vessel to making that known right you are you have that tool set that you can say oh it's already here here's where it is let's pull it out it's in the middle of your marketing copy on your homepage let's get the, <laughs> let's actually use that and let's make that the header right for the website so i i totally totally get where you're coming from so i think we've talked enough about it 
let's how do we do it how do we get how do we get what's the first step into getting a three-word rebellion yeah so the first step that i walk my clients through and that i talk about in the book is free writing our your job is to get all the things that are up here out of your head and onto paper where we can deal with them so i give my clients writing prompts to help like facilitate that process. And when I created this framework, it's really based off of social movement theory because social movements were a big influence in how they communicate and message. And then I saw like famous entrepreneurs doing the same thing. So the first question to give you a taste where you can start is free writing on the question, what ticks me off? And you don't, like, do not censor yourself. Just keep writing. But anything that annoys you, ticks you off, get it out of your head and put it on to paper. Because that message, that part of your message serves as the villain. It serves as the foil that your three-word rebellion wants to initially change. And then the second part is free writing on, I want to live in a world where... And this tends to be a little bit harder because we get stuck in the how. And really, this is a what if exercise. Like, what is it that your work is trying to do? What's the impact it's trying to make? And then once we get all of that out in our heads and I have other prompts and ways to dive deeper, then we can start looking at the words and looking at the patterns and kind of seeing like, ooh, what are some interesting turns of phrase? Or is there a word that you used a lot? I can't tell you how many times I'm like, did you know you use the word joy 50 times in your writing? And they're like, no, uh-uh, I didn't know that. I'm like, clearly it's important. Let's explore that. And then we can really start crafting and playing with like the different types of three word rebellion so we can really create that message. Amazing. So there is probably tons more strategies around it and there's probably a lot more to it. But let's just say we've come to the conclusion we have what we feel like is our three-word rebellion. And you know, State Farm, theirs is what? Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Um but so let's say we have that. It's it's there. We're ready. What what do we do with it? Well, it's there and its job is to make people curious, get their attention, you know, make your name synonymous with your message. But then you have to really create the other messaging because you have to get buy in. And I remember when I first started creating created the three word rebellion, I was like, this is cool. Like, this is a great message. It's really what my brand stands for. It's a great methodology. And I'm like, how the heck am I going to get people to care about this? And so that's where you come in with building that argument for your work, which I call the client decision journey, because we're giving them, you're, you're making the best case for why they should work with you. And hopefully at the end of it, they decide one way or the other, like I am in, I want to hire you, or I'm not in, like this isn't right for me. And either way is cool, but it's like we want to persuade, we want to lead them to that decision. So you have the client decision journey you need to create along and then figuring out like, what are your signature stories? What are the stories you want to go on podcasts and tell and be known for and have it associated with your message? And I always think about some Someone like Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. Like when she did her Netflix special, did she roll out like new content, new messaging, new stories? 
no, she told us the same thing we've always heard because she knows it works. And that's a part of becoming radically consistent. Like you need all the other pieces of messaging to really be known and have that confidence. Now, your three-word rebellion follows up with create a one-of-a-kind message that grows your business into a movement. Is that right? Yes. There is so much to be done with it. That this idea of taking this message, taking your three-word rebellion, and running it across any medium, any channel, whether you have a YouTube channel, whether you have your TikTok, whether you have your Instagram, uh, you're appearing on podcasts, it's getting that message and that ideology throughout all of your content. I love it. I love it. Michelle, <clears throat> you've actually written down this process somewhere. Where where does this exist? Where do we get it from? Yeah, I have a book. It's called The Three Word Rebellion and you can find it on Amazon. It's available on Kindle and it's an audio book. It's also like where all books are. So bookshop.org, Barnes and Noble. So you can go out and find it. And I know you'll probably put it in the show notes. <laughs> There you go. You took the words right out of my mouth. It was, it's going to be in the show note, guys. So check her book out, The Three Word Rebellion. Create a one-of-a-kind message that grows your business into a movement. I love it. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. We really, really appreciate you being here. We'll definitely bring you back at some point. Uh, you're so welcome, Julian. This was awesome. All right. Take care, everyone.